Our hope is built on nothing else but Jesus' blood and righteousness. We dare not trust the shifter's frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock we stand, all other ground is sinking sound. All other ground is sinking sound. Our hope is built on nothing else but Jesus' blood and righteousness. We dare not trust the shifter's frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock we stand, all other ground is sinking sound. All other ground is sinking sound. Praise God. Hallelujah. Great family of God, welcome back from today's church service. Wishing you all Happy New Year once again. In continuation of our New Year greetings from Believer's Bed and Breakfast Family Forum, we have the honor of welcoming you today to our bi-weekly family forum, Believer's Bed and Breakfast Podcast. This day, Sunday, 30th January, 2022. The hosts are Prince Austin and Princess Jovita Iserere and family, fondly known as Dad and Mom of Testimony. Dad and Mom of Testimony, remain blessed as you listen to us always on this platform. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. We continue to promise to make this podcast as brief as possible. Thank you for listening. God bless you. A study of the New Testament reveals to us the knowledge of the fatherhood of God as our Father being the Christian name for God, our Father. Before Jesus Christ, no one called God Father. But after Jesus Christ was revealed as the absolute authority in the kingdom of God, says Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, every New Testament writer and believer acknowledges God as Father. As Father. Jesus came to reveal God as our Father. Luke chapter 11 from verse 1 to 4. These and much more affirmations make the new covenant new indeed. The new covenant is new indeed. In the old covenant, man says, I will. Exodus chapter 19 verse 8, but continues to break the word of God again and again. Why in the new covenant, God says, I am. We rest on that. He says, I am. Just believe him and dwell in that knowledge. God says, I am, says John chapter 14, verse 6, and keeps his word forever and ever. The old covenant teaches what we must do, while the new covenant teaches Jesus Christ and what he has done. Under law, God requires, but under grace, God provides. The first of these provisions is the complete and total forgiveness of all our sins, past, present, and future sins, have all been forgiven and forgotten. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Based on all these introduction and discussions, our greeting of this week is titled Dwelling in the New Covenant Realities. Say with me, Dwelling in the New Covenant Realities. Title again, New Beginnings Part 2. Subtitle is Dwelling in the New Covenant Realities. With reference to Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 11, and Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6 to 12. In all of these scriptures, there is a revelation. We've made out revelations of six, but not exhaustive ways. The new covenant can be distinguished from the old covenant. A revelation of six, but not exhaustive ways. The new covenant can be distinguished from the old covenant. Praise God. Hallelujah. While discussing this topic today, we'll be looking at some reference scriptures. We're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. At the Lord's Supper, Jesus Christ admonishes his disciples and all believers to always partake in his body that was broken for us and his blood that was shed for us, being symbolic of the new and eternal covenant. Luke chapter 11, verse 1 to 4, Jesus Christ teaches his disciples and all believers this concept of prayer. The concept of prayer. When you pray, say, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6 to 12, Jesus Christ has obtained for us a more excellent ministry because he is the mediator, the advocate, and the propitiation of a better covenant which is established upon better promises. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 3, David's revelation knowledge of the new covenant admonishes all believers to continually bless the Lord, bless the Lord, and forget not all his wonderful salvation benefits. He is the God who abundantly pardons, who forgives all our sins, who also heals all our diseases, our sickness, pain, and grief. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our anchor scripture today is taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 8 from verse 1 to 13. Reading from the Hebrews Commentary Bible. Listen as I read. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 8, reading from verse 1. Subtitle is Jesus Christ, our high priest, our mediator, our advocate, and propitiation of a new covenant. Dwelling in the new covenant realities. Verse 1. Now, this is the main point of the things that we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister in the sanctuary and the true tabernacle, which he, the Lord, not man, set up, which the Lord himself, not man, 
set up. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Therefore, it is necessary that these priests also have something to offer. For if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests that offer gifts according to the law. They serve in a sanctuary that is an example and shadow of the heavenly one, as Moses was instructed by God himself when he was about to make the tabernacle. See that you make all things according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry because he is the mediator. He is the advocate. He is the propitiation of a better covenant which is established upon better promises. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 7, For if that first covenant had been faultless, then no occasion, no need, and no place would have been sought for a second covenant. For finding fault with them, God says, Surely the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant, a new beginning with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they did not continue in my covenant. And I rejected them, says the Lord. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Verse 11, No longer shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me. All shall know me. From the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful towards their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. He will remember no more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 13, the last verse. In speaking of a new covenant, dwelling in the new covenant realities, he has made the first one old, obsolete. Now that which is decaying and growing old is ready to vanish away. May the Lord bless his word in our heart in Jesus' name. Amen. From this passage we just read, the blessings and promises of the new covenant includes the free gift of Jesus Christ, righteousness, holiness, indeed the very purpose and life of Jesus Christ as our mediator, our advocate, and propitiation of the new covenant established upon better promises. All these blessings testify to God's grace. Praise God. Hallelujah. Briefly, we we'll discuss the spiritual attributes of this passage. It is a revelation of six but not exhaustive ways the new covenant can be distinguished from the old covenant, dwelling in the new covenant realities. Praise God. Hallelujah. First attribute, it is a covenant of grace. Second attribute, it is a covenant of rest. Third attribute, it is a covenant of new life. 
The fourth is it is a covenant of union. The fifth, it is a covenant that cannot be broken. The sixth, it is a covenant that reveals our Father's heart. Listen as we discuss, dwelling in the new covenant realities. It is a covenant of grace. In the old covenant, based on 613 laws and 10 commandments, the people reaped what they sowed. But in the new covenant, we reap what our Lord Jesus Christ has sown for us. We reap what our Lord Jesus Christ has sown for us. Good health, blessing, perfect peace, fullness of joy in the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ has sown for us. Just believe and begin to reap them. That is what the new covenant is all about. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the old covenant, the people did to get. But in the new covenant, we get because Jesus Christ has done it all for us. This is amazing grace. It is a covenant of grace. It is a gift of God. Every spiritual blessing is ours in Jesus Christ our Lord. Says Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Praise God. Hallelujah. Second attribute, it is a covenant of rest. Under the old covenant, it was do, do, do. But in the new covenant, it is done, done, done. Only when we rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ at Calvary, that God begins his good works in us. And as his grace abounds, good works abound also. Say 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 8, good works don't produce grace, but grace produces good works. The old covenant was characterized by ceaseless efforts in the pursuit of holy demand that could never be met. But the new covenant is rest and peace in the Holy Spirit. We labor to enter into his rest. It is a covenant of rest, says Hebrews chapter 4, verse 11. Praise God. Hallelujah. The third attribute, it is a covenant of new life. The old covenant, laws and commandments, hardens the people's heart to the goodness of God. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 14. But the new covenant removes the veil and reveals the Lord's glory. Hallelujah. As we behold him, we become like him, transformed by the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Under the old, the best the people could hope for was self-improvement that never lasts. But in the new covenant, we have become brand new persons with a new heart and a new spirit. It is a covenant of new life. Born of the spirit, we are no longer prisoners of sin, but co-heirs with Christ. Says Romans chapter 6 verse 14. Praise God. Hallelujah. The fourth attribute it is a covenant of union. In the old covenant, God lived in a tabernacle, a temple the people could never enter. But in the new covenant, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Says 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. We are one with the Lord, uh, as he is holy, righteous, perfect forever. So are we in this world. Says 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. 
It is a covenant of union. We don't need more faith. We don't need more anointing and more of God. That's old covenant philosophy, way of thinking. We are complete in Christ. Colossians chapter 2, verse 10. In the new covenant, growth happens automatically as we acknowledge every good thing that is already ours in Christ Jesus. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Philemon chapter 1, verse 6. Tells us in the new covenant, growth happens automatically as we acknowledge every good works, every good thing that is already ours in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Fifth attribute, it is a covenant that cannot be broken. The old covenant was underwritten by the people's free promises to God. But the new covenant rests on the better promises of God himself. Better promises of God himself, says Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. In the old covenant, the people loved God and forgave others because it was commanded of them. But in the new covenant, we love and forgive because he first loved and forgave us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. The old covenant was between God and Israel. But the new covenant is between God the Father and God the Son. God holds up both ends of this agreement, swears by himself, and gives us his spirit as a guarantee of what is to come. Psalm 89 verse 34 to 35, validated in 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 to 22. It is true, it is yes, and it is amen. It is a covenant that cannot be broken, sealed and settled. Hallelujah. Under the old covenant, the people were blessed if they obeyed. But under the new covenant, we are blessed with all spiritual blessings because Jesus Christ obeyed. Because Jesus Christ obeyed, yielded to the demands, the command of God Almighty. He did not resist he obeyed. Our salvation is eternally secure because it's Jesus Christ who paid the price and made the ultimate sacrifice for our salvation, our redemption, reconciliation, and restoration. Says John 3, 16, 1 Corinthians 5, 7, the Passover lamb which was sacrificed for us. Who was sacrificed for us? the person of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. The sixth attribute, the last we are going to discuss today, it is a covenant that reveals our father's heart. God gave grace to the first man, Adam, and called him a son. Luke chapter 3, verse 38. But Adam ran and hid himself. Genesis chapter 3, verse 10. God gave grace to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But the children of Israel said, No thanks, we would rather go our own way due to hardness of heart and unbelief. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26 to 28. At Mount Sinai, the children of Israel swapped a covenant based on God's faithfulness for one based on their own desires. 
we will do whatever you command. Exodus chapter 19, verse 8. It was the forbidden tree all over again and again, and it broke our father's heart. But God remained faithful and compassionate. It is a covenant that reveals our father's heart. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21 to 23. God remains faithful and compassionate. It is a covenant that reveals our father's heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Summary of these attributes. The old covenant based on rules, do's and don'ts caused the people to view God as a bookkeeper, recording all their sins and a judge condemning their failures. But Jesus says God is not like that. That is what the new covenant is all about. He is our heavenly father who loves us with an everlasting love and holds nothing against us, says John chapter 13, verse 1. He yearns for us all to come back home as the prodigal son, Luke chapter 15, verse 24. Praise God, hallelujah. Today, we have a testimony song to render. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Lord. Our testimony song this day, a continuation of our New Beginning series. We are looking at what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs he bears. Melodies of praise and voice of thanksgiving number seven. Dwelling in the new covenant realities. Listen as we sing and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. We are singing from... Melodies of praise, number seven. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. What as we often fall of it, oh, one needless pain we bear. Ah, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Ah, we try us and temptation is there trouble anywhere. Should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. And we find a friend so faithful who with all our sorrows share. Jesus knows our every weakness. Take 
kiss of the Lord in prayer. Ah, we weak and heavy loving, but with a load of care. Precious Savior, still I refuse. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do the friends this past for say Thank you for the keyboard. Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his hands he take and share it all. Now we find a soul is dead. We find a soul is dead. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we draw these greetings to a close, we have declaration of faith to take with reference to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11 and Hebrews chapter 8 verse 6. Let us continue to dwell in the new covenant realities, acknowledging God in all our ways and do not lean on our own understanding. God will direct our path and as we continue to rest on the better promises of God himself will enable us to obtain by faith our salvation benefits that grace has provided for us. We will obtain by faith our salvation benefit that grace has provided for us. This new year 2022 and beyond. So be it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. It's our earnest prayer that this podcast fulfill its ultimate purpose in our lives our families, our friends, and esteemed listeners, as we begin to dwell in the new covenant realities, acknowledging God and resting on the better promises of God himself, better promises of God himself, that we make all cease from our own works and receive by faith what grace has provided for us. Have a blessed and victorious week ahead. Until we see again in two weeks' time, let us continue to dwell in the new covenant realities, acknowledging God in all our ways and resting on the better promises of God himself. Acknowledge God in all our ways and rest on the promises of God himself. Better promises, better promises that will make us fruitful and flourish this new year, 2022 and beyond. So be it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Finally, our God is faithful to meet us at the point of our faith. Says Matthew chapter 9, verse 29. Be it unto us according to our faith. Believe and belong to God. Is able and willing to heal our wounds, restore our broken hearts. Luke 4, 18. Supply all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus.
Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Our God is all-powerful, all-compassionate, all-wise, all-loving, and good, good Father. Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, and Matthew chapter 7, verse 11. Our Lord is willing and able to give us good gifts when we ask him in good faith. James 5, 15, the prayer of faith prevails in all situations. He never fails and he is forever faithful. His joy forever remains our source and strength. To God Almighty be all the glory and praise forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. From all of us at Believer's Bed and Breakfast Family Forum, we wish you all a very fruitful and rewarding, flourishing New Year 2022. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.